FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon for today's interview episode of our position previews heading into the 2020 college football and FCS season. While there's still some uncertainty on whether or not we will actually get to play and see these teams play, we are still moving forward with these previews. If you've tuned in already, we previewed the running back position group on Tuesday meaning we are going to have an interview for the running back position group on today's show. That interview is with Justin Covington, one of the guys on our list from Villanova. Very, very talented. This is an interview that was also used on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast, which I am also the host of. So a lot of crossover between the two. Go check out that show if you're interested in the NFL Draft in similar types of interviews. But in the meantime, We are going to get to hear from Justin Covington. Before I get to that, though, I have to hit on really quickly an ad word from our sponsors, which is simply safe. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that's so complicated, you never use it. That's exactly the type of system simply safe is spent, has spent a decade fighting against simply safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24-7. Order online, open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. It's that simple. Head to simplysafe.com slash team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team. It feels good to fear less. And now joining the show is running back number three from Villanova, Justin Covington, who is one of the most talented running backs in the CAA coming back this year. So, Justin, this offseason was certainly a very odd one. Spring ball was cut short for a lot of teams, and also it was very hard to work out and train considering the circumstances of not having access to gyms and fields. And I believe that you're in New York, so it probably was a lot more difficult uh, than people in other states. So what were you doing during all of this to stay in shape? Were you trying to get creative or was somebody helping you out and getting you access to a gym? Or did you maybe have your own gym that you were able to work with? No, it's definitely, definitely had to get creative. So it was funny because our strength coach, he sent us a bunch of different cards. Because some people like have home gyms and some people still had a little bit of access to gyms. So he sent us like a card with um, if you were just at home. So a lot of it was like just body weight, body weight things with eccentric stuff. Um, and then he sent us stuff if you have like gyms or any weights. But I do have, I have two 20-pound dumbbells um, and a crowbar, which was a 25 on each side um and then recently some fields have been opening opening up near me so i've been able to go and run run a little bit and there's actually a facility opening up by me because they're about to go in the green phase hopefully soon where i can able to like get get by some real weights um and continue to lift but for the most part it's really just been adjustment just a lot of push-ups core work um you know like calf raises single leg stuff and just getting used to just being at home for a while because it's obviously different than being at school. 
I'm sure the 20 pound dumbbells was more than some other guys had. So it's good that you had something that you were able to use to, uh, to work out with Like, what were you, um, you know, when are you planning on, on, you know, heading back to Villanova to start preparing for the season or have you not really considered that yet? Oh, so PA is still, PA is still in the yellow phase. I'm supposed to be going to the green phase. Um, pretty soon. So we're, we're supposed to be going back. Hopefully we're hoping by like the end of next month, sometime in the middle of next month. So definitely whenever we can go back, um, I think I'm going to be excited to go back and just go to school and see the guys and just get training again. Oh, for sure. It's, it's been a while. So I'm sure you're definitely excited to be, uh, heading back to school. So speaking of the school that you attended at Villanova, let's look back at the, when you were a senior in high school and you were making your decision to play college football, what led you to decide to go play at the FCS level and play for a really good football program as well as academic institution in Villanova? Um, it's funny because when, when I was a senior coach, um, Andy Talley, he was the head coach, a little old, old guy. Um, when I got on campus, it kind of – it honestly, I just had a gut feeling that it was it was the right place. I think, you know, Villanova offers – you know, great opportunity in, in allowing me to to do what I wanted academically and also play top tier football. So that was kind of important for me because I was a nursing major um, and they allowed me to, you know, be a nursing major, you know, handle all my classwork and then also play football. And that was pretty big for me because obviously now more than ever, you can kind of, if professional football is your goal, you can you know, get seen from anywhere. And we have a lot of guys in the NFL and guys in the past who come out of Villanova. So I was confident that if I'm going to play professional, you know, I could do that. And then I'll also be able to get um, a really good degree I could use, um, you know, in life. You mentioned your, your major and that you have a pretty unique one that you just brought up there that you do nursing because I, I don't think many guys can fit that kind of a rigorous academic schedule as well as playing a, a full season. Is that difficult for you trying to, to balance the two? Because I, I've seen from, I saw from your bio when you're at uh, from Villanova that says that you've made the academic honor roll. So it's clear that you're, you're doing a good job of, of balancing it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. I, I eventually um, I got used to it. You know, it's really just a lot of just time management. And it's funny because, even though I'm a, I'm a nurse, we have a couple other guys on our team. Like our, start, our starting tackle, he's an engineer. Um, so we have a couple engineers and a couple guys um, kind of in, in difficult majors too. So we all, like sometimes we all like leave practice early um, and just have to come back later. But uh, definitely just time management. And after a while, you kind of get used to it. And everyone's really supportive. Um, also academic support staff is really helpful and are always there for us. So it was definitely, you know, a little tough, but you know, it was worth it. So taking things back also to the start of this past season, you went on a, a really hot streak where you had five straight games with 100 yards. You were doing really, really good, and it was a huge step up from your previous seasons. What do you think was different about the start of this 2019 season compared to the other ones? What do you think, or maybe the off season? what do you think really attributed to the huge step up in your performance? Um, I think... Uh, overall, I think that the team, I think we, from the start of last season to the season before, we were just really close. Um, and I think in the offseason, particularly like in the spring and in the summer, we just do lifting and training. We just got really close and we worked really hard and spent some days 
you know, on the field, just working on things individually. And that's to get together, whether it be seven on seven, um, just, you know, watching a film, um, getting to see, you know, the playbook. And I think, honestly, that was probably the biggest thing that probably resulted in all our, you know, success last season, because then by the time we got to the season, we we really felt like a family. And, like, playing football was kind of just the fun part. And everything kind of just clicked, and it, it was fun. It was great. It still is. <laughs> and speaking of, uh, you know, talking about your team and, and the work that you put in in the previous off season, going forward into 2020, what are, what are your personal and also maybe team goals uh, for this this next season and also your final season? Um, I think, yeah, I think the ultimate goal obviously is. Probably, you know, obviously a championship, a national championship, or a conference championship. Um, personally, I mean, I, I personally, I just want to continue to just be a, a leader, you know, for my team, particularly the young guys on the team, you know, the, the guys that I cherish. Um, and then all, all the good stuff, really, I think I'm striving to, you know, be All-American and All-Conference and all that good, good stuff. But I think really, just obviously, I just want the team. Um, to do well um, and just play a role in that, you know, whatever it is, you know, on the field, off the field, and just hopefully, you know, just see us do well and see where it takes us. So taking a look at how you approach playing the running back position, what, what would you use maybe just one word or uh, a general outlook on how you play play this position? How would you describe your style of play as a running back? Uh, it's funny. I think of it like 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 water, like flowing, flowing oh, like water. That's a good one. I think, like right, running back, it's like you obviously have your designated holes and areas where you're running. You practice your reads and where the hole should be. But I think at the end of the day, you kind of do you flow with you know kind of offensive linemen. You know where they go, where the linebackers may feel, where people may try to tackle you. So that's definitely kind of the analogy that I think of it like just kind of just flowing and you know ultimately getting you know my running back coach coach jones you've been on just getting the lead try always trying to get four yards to carry like you'll get the big runs like they'll come eventually but you just always try to you know take your reads and get four yards to carry and sometimes you may miss a read um because you're going somewhere else uh but that's because you're flowing it's what you see um so i think that's probably the biggest thing just you know flowing and you know just making the right reads and and hard that water analogy did you get that from someone or did you come up with that because that's really creative i i really like that <laughs> it's a mixture a mixture of just like water and now i'm big on like um like avatar like last okay, air, like i got avatar, you last airbender and then like water is like kind of just the i think water is like, even in the movie which could be way better but even in the show like water is just it just flows and it's you know it's something to be said about how water flows and you kind of adapt to it and putting your own thinking it just helps a lot I think I might have to steal that from you because that that is a that's a really good analogy for uh, playing uh, the running back position. It, continuing on with uh, continuing on with this this conversation about how you play the game, what would you say is your biggest strength as a running back? I think my biggest strength is my vision. I think I see the field, see the field really well. Whatever um, you know, hole I'm hitting, I think I see it. Even if someone else doesn't see it, I think I just see the field really well and. You know how I'm running. I think that's ultimately how I was able to be so effective. Um, actually, just seeing what I take and going with it. Conversely, what is something that you're working on, maybe now or just throughout the off season, 
that you want to improve on? Like what's your main focus to, to get better before the season starts? I think I want to become just more efficient in my cuts, like not taking so many steps, you know, when I'm trying to cut, just making it more efficient, maybe one, two steps um, to make it more impactful. And I think obviously just want to continue to develop and get better in, in pass blocking in the past game and just continue to catch out the backfield and, kind of be more efficient maybe not necessarily from the back but maybe like in the slot and some of those empty packages and maybe catching some balls out there so a lot of college guys will take little bits and pieces from nfl guys is there any guys in the league right now or maybe former players that you try to model parts of their game after um i it's funny because i think i i try to take different pieces from like pass back so obviously like the guys like Jim Brown and Walter Payton and like Roger Craig. And also like, I kind of, I really like Le'Veon Bell and kind of his patient, his patient running style. But then I also like guys like Ladanian Tomlinson and then like college, like USC, Reggie Bush. <laughs> uh, and then even guys like Christian McCaffrey, like catching up the backfield and his running style. So really just kind of watch a lot of different guys in Chicago, just take pieces and put them you know, into mine. However I can. Gotcha. So uh, last couple things to wrap up this interview. Uh, first thing that, that I got for you, Justin, is what's something fun about yourself that people might not know about that you think they should? I was actually glad. I just told some of my friends the other day, I'm still uh, getting some developing things going, but I, I really like video games. Um, okay. I, I really I really enjoy walking too, like taking walks, um, but I really enjoy video games. I just set up a Twitch um, really? I got a webcam. I got a webcam going. It's not not popular. I only have like four. But I'm still figuring things out. But I really enjoy uh, gaming. Uh, I probably maybe came out even during quarantine. I've always played, but sometimes I don't have. Obviously, don't have time. You know, during the season and things like that. But once I get once I get it up and going, I think I'm gonna put it out like publicly so I can you know maybe get some streams and get yeah. it out live. I mean, there's a I mean, there's a decent amount of NFL guys that are starting to, and also I mean, there's NBA guys too that are starting to kind of jump right. on that wave of uh, streaming and stuff. And I, hey, I'll admit I've done it too, and I, I do it occasionally here and there when I have time. What what uh, what games are you streaming that you are, are, are going to start streaming? Obviously, Warzone. Okay. Warzone right now. I have um, Spider Man that I want to stream. I think that's pretty cool. Um, Kingdom Hearts. So I'm uh, trying to give a, a good mix, but uh, the new systems are coming out soon, so I might have to maybe wait a little bit, see if they, they look a little better. Speaking of the new systems, I'm kind of curious: Are you leaning towards the PS5, or are you going to be a, an Xbox One X guy? And make that that flip. It's funny because I, I have a PS4 now, so I'm probably just going to get the PS5. Okay, all right, just just because. <laughs> That seems to be the easier thing for a lot of people to stick with the same brand. What's the, if you don't want to give it to us, you don't have to, but what's the handle for the Twitch account if you want to promote it? It's actually the same as my Twitter handle, jcov1 underscore. Okay. Well, folks, if you want to watch Justin play video games, Warzone, Spider-Man, like he said, go check out his Twitch channel. Uh, last thing I want to just close out with that I like to do with guys when, when I do these interviews is just allow them to have a final thought. So if there's something that you'd like to promote, raise awareness on, or if you just have thoughts on life or football that you want to just talk about very briefly. So Justin, if there's anything you want to discuss, the floor is yours. I guess I would just say, um, 
like with everything going on in the world between quarantine, um, you know, just activist movements of Black Lives Matter and um, people fighting for, you know, the issues of injustice. I think it's just something to be said about just people should just want to be, you know, good people, you know, caring for your neighbor, um, you know, treating people um, how you want to be treated. I think that's the biggest thing. I think if you can take the time to put yourself in someone else's shoes and just listen, not necessarily be so quick to judge, but just listen to their story and what they may have to say. Um, I think the world can continue to grow and just be a better place. And that's what I got. Awesome. It's a really, really good message that you have there, Justin. And I, you know, I honestly support everything you just said. They're really, really good stuff. Um, well, thanks overall though, for the whole interview, you did a really good job. Thanks for coming on. Uh, hopefully maybe we can have you on after the season when uh, you're doing your pre-draft stuff. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to go follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon. You can follow Sean at Sanderson Radio. Also, be sure to follow Believe Podcasts at BLEAV Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on any podcasting platform. Make sure you go and subscribe and leave us a positive rating if you enjoyed today's episode you can find us on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify you name it we are on every single listening platform in addition to that you can also find us on believe.com that's b-l-a-a-v.com to find our show as well as hundreds of other amazing shows that they have in stock we also uh, will be continuing on next week with our position previews the next group we will be doing is the wide receivers thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.